Hey everyone, my name is Anaya Prasad and this is the BLA Podcast. For today's episode, we are going to be talking about well-known civil rights activist Malcolm X. So let's get right into it. Malcolm X, also known originally as Malcolm Little, was born in Omaha, Nebraska. At the age of six, Malcolm's father died in what had officially been ruled as a streetcar accident, although his mother strongly believed that his father was killed by the Black Legion. Rumors that white supremacists were responsible for his father's death were widely circulated and very disturbing to Malcolm X as a kid spending his remaining childhood years in foster homes with his siblings. Malcolm ended up dropping out of middle school after his white teacher told him that practicing law was no realistic goal for a black person. A few years later, Malcolm moved to Boston and found work in the streets as a shoe shiner, drug dealer, gambler, and burglar. So how did he rise to fame? Well, Malcolm has a lot of this fame. So how did he rise to fame? Well, Malcolm owes a lot of his fame to his charisma and oratory skills. These skills helped him achieve national prominence in the Nation of Islam, which is a belief system that merges Islam with black nationalism, a system that Malcolm heard due to his siblings. So how did he rise to fame? Well, Malcolm owes a lot of his fame to his charisma and oratory skills, which helped him achieve national prominence in the nation. So how did he achieve his fame? Well, Malcolm owes a lot of it to his charisma and oratory skills, which helped him achieve national prominence in the nation of Islam which is a belief that merged Islam with black nationalism, a system that Malcolm became aware of greatly due to his siblings. Malcolm X is in fact widely regarded as the second most influential leader of the nation of Islam after Elijah Muhammad. He was largely credited with the group's dramatic increase in membership between the early 1950s and early 1960s. The ballot or the bullet became one of Malcolm's most recognizable phrases, and this speech was one of his greatest orations. With speeches like this, and many, many more, Malcolm advocated to urge his fellow Black Americans to protect themselves against white aggression by any means necessary. This stance was one that often put him at odds with the nonviolent teachings of Martin Luther King Jr., What was his lasting impact? Well, Malcolm admitted that this previous understanding of black nationalism was alienating people who were true revolutionaries dedicated to overthrowing the system of exploitation that exists on this earth by any means necessary. He had embraced ideas that put him squarely on the left side of the black nationalist movement. His hostility to the system and the twin capitalist parties, his commitment to end racism, and his identification with anti-imperialism all represented an enormous contribution to radical politics. Hey everyone, 
My name is Naya Prasad, and this is the BLA Podcast. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about well-known civil rights activist Malcolm X. So let's get right into it. Malcolm X, also originally known as Malcolm Little, was born in Omaha, Nebraska. At the age of six, Malcolm's father died in what had been officially ruled as a streetcar accident although his mother believed that his father had really been murdered by the Black Legion. Now, rumors that white racists were responsible for his father's death were widely circulated, and these rumors were very disturbing to Malcolm X as a kid. Malcolm spent his remaining childhood years in foster homes with his siblings and ended up dropping out of middle school when his white teacher told him that practicing law was no realistic goal for a black person. A few years later, he moved to Boston and found work on the streets as a shoe shiner, drug dealer, gambler, and burglar. So how exactly did Malcolm rise to fame? He owes a lot of it to his charisma and oratory skills, which helped him achieve national prominence in the nation of Islam a belief system that merged Islam with black nationalism. Malcolm became aware of the Nation of Islam through his siblings when he was in prison in his earlier adult years. However, he became such a big advocate for it out of prison that Malcolm is widely regarded as the second most influential leader of the Nation of Islam after Elijah Muhammad. Now, The late 1950s was really when Malcolm X gained a lot of fame, and he wanted to start using new names like Malcolm Shabazz or Malik al-Shabazz. However, people still widely referred to him as Malcolm X. Malcolm made comments on issues and events that were being widely reported in print, on the television, and on the radio, And through this, he was able to widely spread Nation of Islam beliefs. Therefore, Malcolm was also largely credited for the group's dramatic increase in membership between the early 1950s and early 1960s. Throughout the years that he was part of the Nation of Islam, which was around 1952-1964, Malcolm greatly promoted the nation's teachings. These beliefs included the belief that black people are the original people of the world, white people are devils, and the demise of the white race is inevitable. He did so through speeches like the ballot or the bullet, which became one of his greatest phrases and one of his greatest speeches as well. So he really advocated for his fellow black Americans to protect themselves against white aggression by any means necessary. This was a stance that often put him at odds with the nonviolent teachings of Martin Luther King Jr. As a result, he and the Nation of Islam were often described by others as black supremacists, violent seekers, segregationists, a threat to improved race relations. So how did Malcolm rise to fame? Well, he owes a lot of it to his charisma and oratory skills, 
which help him achieve national prominence in the nation of Islam, which is a belief system that merged Islam with black nationalism. Malcolm became aware of the nation of Islam thanks to his siblings who sent him letters about it when he was in prison in his earlier adult years. Out of prison, Malcolm became such a big advocate for the nation of Islam that he is widely regarded as the second most influential leader of it after Elijah Muhammad. He was also largely credited with the group's dramatic increase in membership between the early 1950s and the early 1960s. Now, this makes sense because Malcolm's fame was really on the rise in the mid to late 1950s as his participation in the Nation of Islam began in 1952 and broke in 1964. While in the Nation of Islam, Malcolm promoted by commenting on issues that were widely reported in print, on the radio, and on television. He also featured on television broadcasts from time to time, advocating for the Nation of Islam. So what exactly was it that Malcolm X was preaching? Following the nation's teachings, their beliefs included that black people are the original people of the world, white people are devils, and that the demise of the white race is inevitable. In other words, Malcolm was urging his fellow black Americans to protect themselves against white aggression by any means necessary whether that be violence or changing your name, which Malcolm did by adopting the last name X to represent his rejection of his quote-unquote slave name. Now, this stance often put Malcolm at odds with the nonviolent teachings of Martin Luther King Jr. It also gained him and the NOI multiple names like racists, segregationists, and a threat to improved race relations. Nonetheless, Malcolm X continued his teachings through his great orations and multiple recognizable phrases, perhaps the most famous one being the ballot or the bullet. However, 12 years after joining the NOI, Malcolm X left in 1964. The following year, he was assassinated by a black Muslim at an organization of Afro-American Unity Rally in New York City on February 21st, 1965. But the words that Malcolm said as he lived and the autobiography that he left behind all show us an amazing legacy that cannot be forgotten. His hostility to the system and the twin capitalist parties, his commitment to end racism, and his identification with anti-imperialism all represent an enormous contribution to radical politics. In fact, in the late 1960s, an increasing number of black activists started to base their movements off of Malcolm X's teachings. They used names like the Black Arts Movement, the Black Power Movement, and many others, while also adopting slogans of Black is Beautiful, which can all trace their roots to Malcolm X. Even during the late 1980s and early 1990s, hip-hop groups started to adopt Malcolm X as an icon. But even way before all of this, Malcolm had already made a lasting impact on the black community. 
He is credited with raising the self-esteem of countless Black Americans and helping them reconnect with their African heritage. He's also largely responsible for helping spread Islam throughout the African American community in the United States. And although his beliefs were viewed as violent and extreme, a lot of African Americans, especially those in the cities, felt that Malcolm X did a better job than the mainstream civil rights movement at expressing the raw pain, reality, and frustration of the situation that African Americans were facing in their day-to-day -day life. All of this just goes to show that Malcolm X has been rightfully described as one of the most influential African Americans in history. And that brings us to the end of the episode today. I hope you enjoyed learning a little more about Malcolm X. If you would like to help with the production of the BLA podcast, please DM us on Instagram at blackleadersachievers, no spaces, all lowercase, or go check out our Twitter. Once again, that's at blackleadersachievers, all lowercase, no space on Instagram. This has been Anaya Prasad so far. Thank you so much for listening today.